go. Good morning. We have a, uh, an email from a guy from South Africa, Yossi Orkin. And as I'm walking in, I realize something very interesting. He says like this, Hi, Rebelli Stefanski. It's always been a goal of mine to do the daf yoimi. However, currently I do not have the time to do the full learning of the daf, as well as doing sufficient chazara, of which to me is so important, as you could see in a second. At the beginning of this daf yoimi cycle, I was introduced to the eight-minute daf, and Beliyah and Hara, since then, I've kept up with the eight-minute daf. The way I learn and do Chazara on the 8-minute dab is generally as follows. Most mornings, I go for a 45-minute jog, and during this time, I listen to the 8-minute dab three times, and do Chazara in previous dab. At home, I then listen to it again, and write summary notes. I then rewrite the summary notes neatly. I then record my own 4-minute summary. This guy's like a competition, because pretty soon he's coming out with a 4-minute dab. I then listened to my four-minute summary on double speed, two minutes, four times that day. <laughs> Finally, on Erev Shabbos, I listened to the week's seven daf another four times on double speed, which takes about an hour. Thus, each week, I'm attempting to do the, the, 14, uh, to do the daf 14 times. Last night, I, was, um, I started this new thing that on the eight-minute daf, I say an email or something. Like, well, I'll do a synopsis. I can't read this whole email. It'll take eight minutes, just this email. So I started saying the, I said the email. I started saying the daf. All of a sudden, because I, I record in, uh, in a parking lot, in my parking spot. But the plumbing of the building goes right through that spot. So smack in the middle, all of a sudden, shh, toilet. So I stop. I redo it. I realize now, as I'm coming in, I probably read this email 14 times. The only, the only email I've ever read that many times. On Shabbos, I then tried to do Chazar in the previous Davim. I am truly thankful to Rabbi Stefanski for giving over the Davim in such a clear way that I'm able to gain so That's why I can read it. I know this thing about Peh. Gain so much just by listening to the eight-minute Daf. Um, on last night when I said the email, because I could say some nonsense, I, I taking it, but over here I'm reading the whole thing, and I took out that one word at the end, alone. In other words, he only does the eight-minute Daf. He doesn't do the whole shear. Michael Lechoyel, Yossi Orkin, South Africa, Givaldik. This is from David Meshulam Weiss. David Meshulam Weiss sounds Hasidish to me, maybe not, but he's from Muncie, New York. But it's all good. We have a lot of Hasidim, a lot of all sorts of people. It's Givaldik. First of all, a belated Mazel Tov on your grandson. Maybe you have much Nachas from him. My name is David Meshulam Weiss. I live in Muncie, New York, and listen to Yemen Adav Shir. This is my first real-time learning daf yoimi. My highest compliments to you on this wonderful share that you share with me and thousands of others daily. It really enhances my learning. It's an excellent review of the daf. I'm sure that it's not an easy task to summarize the whole daf in eight minutes. May Hashem grant much bracha natzlacha, David Meshulam Weiss. Zok Dehele Gemara. Today's share sponsored of Peril Baz Brocha and regards to the Kamiansky clan. Okay, Peril Baz Brocha. Should I have a Uh Real quickly, this one, I wanted to get to this. It took me from Shoal Perlstein. He wrote me two different messages. Hi, Rebelli. We're here in Brooklyn. We really enjoy your shir. We would like to ask you when you turn the daf, if you can please say, We are turning the daf. And in his other one, he writes, Turning the page is secular, sounds secular. 
Rather than saying turn the page because we are learning the daf, not stam a page, we thank you, keep up the good work. Well, the daf is a whole daf, it's two amudim. So I can't say we're turning the daf, that's not going to work. In Hebrew, lafokh the daf, it works, but in, in what? So turn the amud. I think he. So you guys agree with him? It's secular. I have to give in to every single bakasha, every single, don't say this, I told you, I can't even make fun of my wife anymore. It's noira va'ayayim. What's going on here? Yes. Exactly. If I listen to everything they say, I would have a beard. I'll be on vacation right now. Last night somebody said, you have to go on vacation. The kids are, can't listen to everything they say. Oh, here's Avi Mandelbaum. How did he get on? I just hear the voice. Yeah, what do you say? You joked? See, that's why people are saying that's secular. They probably watch your chat, and that's what they said. Okay, that's the guy in Zoom, Avi Mandelbaum. Where do you live again? I forgot where he lives. Over there, north. Where? Moresha. There you go. We're holding 17 lines from the bottom. And even the way I learn, like, uh, I, got, I got a comment that I did a terrible, terrible job on time management, although we did start very... So I try to redo it, and I challenged that person who said that I did a terrible job on time management, $500 if you could do it quicker and better. There you go. I tried it last night. I tried to do it better. And I actually did. Yeah, Menachem could do it, but without explaining, without pictures, without, without talking to Yermi Gold. He asked 17 questions last night. Yishkoyach. Zog the Gemara. Huh? Okay, you understand. Itmar, where are we? All the way up there somewhere. Yeah, Itmar, 17 lines up. So what do we have? We had a question like this. We had a situation, a if a person takes something and throws it from Rishos Hayachar into Rishos Harabim, the Gemara wanted to say that according to Rabbi Yudhi, two chatois. One, because it arrived in Rishos Harabim, and once it arrived in that's called a Yitzah, Rishos Hayachar to Rishos Harabim, and then once it arrived in Rishos Harabim, it went another four Amas, that's called Ha'avara. And the Gemara said, according to Rabbi Yudha, perhaps, maybe, as it arrived in Rosh Hashanah, it was Kluta, it halachically rested there, and then it continued on. Itmar, Nami, Rabbi Rabbi Yosef, Nami Tarvayu, Loichir Rabbi Yudha Elachas. So, we have Rabbi Rabbi Yosef, and that was basically how the Gemara's understanding was, no. It can't be that Rabbi Yehuda said, you have two chatois, one is an av, one is a tolda, hachnasa. You shouldn't be chayiv, two chatois, on an av and a tolda. Rather, Rabbi Yudas says, you chayiv one. So, if Rabbi Yudas says, you chayiv one, the ones who argue on Rabbi Yudas, the Rabbanon, what do they hold? You chayiv none. How can you be chayiv nothing? If I, if I threw something from Yishus HaYachad, Yishus HaRabim, says the Gemara, because he didn't have the right intent. His intent didn't happen. It wasn't a Melech Shemachshavis. He wanted it to go to the beginning of Yishus HaRabim, and it kept on going. Potter, and we're going to see that Allah soon. No, you're only chayiv one, and Rabbanon say nothing. Now, this is a very interesting lashon in the Gemara. You have it sometimes in Shas, but very rarely. I need to understand your havamina. I know it's not a havamina. I know it's, we're not going to go with it, but let's let's just understand what you're talking about. How is it possible that a person is chayiv two karbanas? 
Why? If the person's intent was, the person that threw it, his intent was that it should land right there in the beginning of Rishus Rabim, so he never wanted it to travel another four Amas. And if he wanted it to end up four Amas into Rishus Rabim, so he certainly didn't want it to end up in the beginning of Rishus Rabim. So how could a person be chayiv on two karbanas? For two distances in the same in the same throw. Yes, it has to be a very specific case where a person says specifically, wherever it lands, I'm happy. So landing number one happened when? When it traveled right over the border, across the border, and that is landing halachically because of kluta. It's as if it landed. And then it traveled further, four Amas, and then it really came to a true rest, and that he's chayiv a second time. Wow. Rabbi, so what's going on here? Friday, only 82 people on Zoom. Numbers are dropping, because we have, yeah, we have a lot of people here, but it's not, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, we do have some people that are usually on Zoom here, but not 40. It's your achrayis to get the numbers back up. <laughs> Is it my achrayis? It's your Christ, Dr. Levin. It's not a, it's not a, you want to be Mechazik Torah. What are you laughing about? Chizuk Torah, getting other people involved. Get your brother, no? Pshita, Zakti Gemara, Pshita. Listen to this. This is also very interesting. I don't remember so many times that, it's, that it does this. Pshita. This is so Pashat that, in fact, the Gemara in two minutes is going to say it's not Pashat. If somebody is throwing a baseball, he's trying to go from the pitcher's mound to the catcher. He's trying to throw it eight, and it went half the distance. That's the same halacha as if somebody tried to write a full name, Shimon, Shin Mem Ayin Vav Nun, and he ended up only writing the first two letters, Shin Mem. Now, in order to be over on writing on Shabbos, all you need to do is two letters. He's chayev. Why? Because in order to get to the end of Shimon, you have to go through the beginning of Shimon, Shin Mem. So he did partial, a partial malach, and that's enough. So too, in order to get to eight Amois, you have to go through four Amois. Nu, is there a difference, logically? Could you think about a difference between writing and throwing? The Gemara says a beautiful difference. Okay, if you can't think of it, uh, we'll just have to get to the Gemara. But I have to get there. In order to get to Adam, I have to go through four. Says the Gemara, What about if he tried to throw it four Amas, and he didn't realize how strong he is, and it went double the distance? Is that the same thing? Me, I'm reading at the end of the day, it traveled four Amas, that was his intent. And it traveled even more to eight Amas. He wanted it to land in a certain place. It never landed there. Now what is he going to have to do? He's going to have to chase his ball, eight Amas, and take it all the way back, four Amas. He didn't accomplish anything by the throw, therefore he should be potter. Wait a minute. We just said a second ago. In order to explain the other sugyo, we had to say that the guy said specifically with his mouth, anywhere it lands, that's where I want it to land. 
And if he doesn't say that, he's potter. Yeah. If he doesn't say specifically, wherever it lands, it should land, he's potter. Why? Because you need Malachas Mechshavis. It has to be exactly how he said it, how he thought it. So, therefore, what? The Gemara says straight out. If I intended to throw a ball four Amis and it went eight Amis, potter. And if I intended to throw it eight Amis and it went four Amis, potter. Both directions, potter. Why? Because his intent never happened. Whatever his intent was, four and it went eight, or eight and it went four. Oh, the Kamras are because of Shemesh Shimon. You brought me a Raya from somebody who wrote two letters out of the five. Midami. There's no comparison. Listen to this beautiful nafkimina. That's what Gemara is all about. Finding the differences, the small chilukim dakim. When you're writing a name, Shimon, the only way to get to the end of the name is writing Shin Mem in the beginning. That's the only way to get to Nun. You have to write Shin Mem Ein Vav Nun. Right, Shimon? You've done it a bunch of times, I'm assuming. Shin Mem. However, in order to get to eight Amois, you don't have to throw out four Amois. You could do a direct flight to eight Amois. You don't have to land at four Amois and go from there another four Amois. This landing at four Amois was not necessary for you. But to write Shin Mem was necessary to get to Shin Mem. Okay, I don't have to throw it four in order to get a Torah we have a case. If a person threw something to Amois and Roshus and then it traveled through the Roshus and it went into the second Roshus and traveled another two Amois for a total of how many? Four Amois, but they were done in two Roshus like on the M62 in England, like we had yesterday. You have a Roshus a beautiful house and a garden, and then another Rosh Hashanah But only two Amis, one Rosh Hashanah two Amis in the second Rosh Hashanah and it traveled over the Rosh Hashanah And as like Leibi pointed out, it has to go through the house of the Rosh Hashanah not on top of the house. Rosh Hashanah Yochid Dalet Amis, and total Dalet Amis Chayov. Pachis Marba Amo is Potter. Michael Mashmal. What's the big Kiddush? Hakam Mashmal. Rosh Hashanah is I can take two Amis from here, two Amis from here, from the, 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 the 38 and the 10, the kfishachad and whatever you want to call it, and put them together and the mitztarif. Not like we had, as Rashi points out, Rabbi Yossi who says that if you take a chatzir gergeres and take it out into this rishos, and a chatzir gergeres and take it out to this rishos, they're not mitztarif. Over here, this man, the Omer says, you could be mitztarif, two different rishos. Now, I would say, perhaps, I should be high for something else. I went from Rishus Rabim to Rishus Ayachim. Yes, I went from Rishus Ayachim to Rishus Rabim. You're focusing, did I move this object for Amis and Rishus Rabim? But there's another problem here. What about the fact that I went from Rishus Rabim to Rishus Ayachim? The answer is, it never landed in Rishus Ayachim. But it did land in Rishus Ayachim. Kluta. Halachically, it landed. Oh, this mandama holds. You don't say Kluta. And now we have a beautiful sugya about the Mishkan. And how the Mishkan looked and how they built it a ton of pictures here. Gishmak is stuff. Says the Gemara, it's very easy. It's a very easy sugyo, just a lot of pictures. So if you have a lot of pictures in your art scroll, don't get nervous. It's just easy pictures. 
If you transfer an object for Amas in a Rosh that has a ceiling, and has a rooftop, I don't know, like a, like a big stadium maybe, like a, a Met stadium, right? It could hold 100,000 people, but it has a roof. That actually doesn't have a roof, right? Because they, they said people were freezing there. What? It's still not, it's not 600, but according to some yeah, yeah. Hmm? That's a smaller thing, fine. Anyway, let's say a bridge. Okay, let's say a bridge. A bridge over the highway. Mikura, maybe, that's. In the Midbar, they never had this kind of roof. Therefore, you are potter if you transfer it four amas. Ask the Gemara, Eini va'agola is the Makaris avion. What about the four wagons that we discussed the other day that the Levim would take the crushing that they built the Mishkan with, the beams, and put it on these wagons, and these wagons had a roof. Why? Because the wood on the wagons, the wood that sat on the wagons, made a rooftop. It was very wide. It's 10 amas wide, these beams. It, no, between everything. There was no distance. We're going to go into all the details now, how they sat and where they sat and how it was. Agalois says the Gemara of Agalois and Makaris Avion, Vamarav, Mishum Rebichio, Agalois, Tachteyen, Ubeineyem, Betsideyen. So I think I printed that one out. Maybe that one I didn't at the end. Ay, ay, ay. Let's see. For the most part, in order. Let me just make sure. I maybe I missed that one. Okay. Yeah, I think I missed that one. Great. So, Tachtayen, underneath the wagons, Ubeneim, between the wagons, Vitzideyen, meaning there was an ama and a quarter that the, the wheels of the wagon stuck out, all through that. Says the Gemara, perhaps that should be a Rosh Gemara says, consider Rosh So, What's going on here? You have these beams that are an ama by one and a half ama. And if you're going to put these beams on a wagon, typically we're going to start from the easiest way. You're going to put it on the widest part of the beam. You don't want the beams to fall off. You're, trying to make, you're traveling through the desert, so you want to stack up the beams in a way that they're not going to fall. So the best way to do that now your wagon is five amas long, and your beam is one and a half amas wide. So how many beams could fit on five amas? Three. Three times one and a half is four and a half. That's all you could fit is three rows of beams. Now the length of these beams, ten amas, is on the width of this wagon, which is two and a half amas. The wagon is five amas long and two and a half wide. So you have it like this. Now, says the Gemara, the problem is that where exactly is Rosh Hashanah? Look how much this, this takes up. It takes up everywhere. There's no Rosh Hashanah. If I'm underneath this wagon, I am underneath a complete roof. What? Yeah, but I mean, it's traveling over Shusarabim. Yeah. 
So now, do I have a roof or not? We have to figure out, do I have a rooftop in the Midbar? The Gemara says there's no rooftop in Rosh Hashanah. There was. Look, here's a roof. Says the Gemara, there wasn't a roof. Bidarasa. Because in between these beams, there's a gap. Says the Gemara, wait a minute. This wagon is five amas long by two and a half amas wide. Pussy the Keresh, Kamahavi, Amsopalgo. We laid down these beams one and a half amas wide. They could also go sideways one amma. That's the next shot in the Gemara. But that would tip over easier. So we're going to go with the easy way. One and a half amas wide. Kama Moisev, how many could he fit on a five amma bed? Klasa. You can only fit three rows times one and a half, which equals four and a half. So how much do we have left over? A half a amma. How many gaps do we have when we have three rows? Two gaps. So you have to take a half a amma and divide it between the two gaps. That's a quarter of an amma per gap, which is also, which means one and a half tfachim per gap. What do we say anytime we have something that's less than three tfachim? Lavad. So therefore, this is considered completely covered. Now all you're left for the gaps is a half a amma, which is a quarter of amma per gap, which means one half tefach per gap. And if you're going to put a one half tefach between the different uh, stacks of krashim, nothing going on. We have a complete roof. Says the Gemara, Misavis Krashim Apusayu have Manachlu, he must hold that the Krushim weren't laying in this fashion on the one and a half Amma. They were laying on the one Amma. Okay, we'll do the Cheshmer now. Achudan Manachluhu. Says the Gemara, well, Achudan Manachluhu. Then, okay, no picture for that. Too many pictures today. But what's going to happen? If you're going to put it on its side, on the one amma, how many crushing can you fit in a five amma wagon? You can't say five, says Rashi, because some of these have uh, rings and things like that, so you can't push them tight against each other. So the most, and, and also it'll stick out, says Rashi, even if there were no rings, to push five totally together, they'll stick out a little bit over the edges. We don't want that. So how many piles of crushing could you put in a five amma wagon if they're only one amma distance? Four. How many gaps are we going to have if you have four piles? Three gaps. How much is each gap if we have one amma left over? Four piles, it should have been five, uh, it's five ammas. No, not the same thing. Two ammas. You have three gaps and an amma left over. Now you have an amma left over. Before you only had a half amma left over. So now you have a whole amma left over. You have to divide an amma by three gaps, which is two tfachim, because each amma is six tfachim. Again, lavod. Doesn't work. Soif soif, sumcha the kerish kamahava amso. Okay, so it's one ama wide. Kamahava moisif, how many of these piles can you put? Arba. Only four. Pashala amso. So now you're left over with a gap of four of one ama. Kishadale, and when you want to divide that gap of one ama, mar, bainilaveni, between the three gaps, kalavadami, because you only have two tfachim, and that is lavad. Says the Gemara, 
Okay. is and we're going to discuss this. If the keresh is, is square, or not square, rectangle, but it's the same size on the bottom as it is on top, it's one ama over here, and it's one ama over here. One ama and one ama. Great. But there's a mandama that says that the keresh, it was straight on this side. It's not... Uh, could you tell in the picture? This is really straight, but it goes in on an angle over here. I made one for later here, like this. See, it's straight over here, but on an angle over here. So if that's how the crushing worked, and they just lined up like this, so from the outside they looked like it looked like this. It looked like it was on an angle, but on the inside it's nice and flat. Oh, I have a I tried to do it like this, but I didn't think it was working well like this. I don't know. Could you tell? Does it look like anything? It looks very flat. Okay. I don't know, but uh, this, this is the only way I understand it. I need visual, my friend. So, if it comes to a point on the top, so I have another way of doing it. Check it out. These are from the Pirushchai so far. This one right over here, it's from this amazing Sefer. Oitzara Mishkan has all the, the drawings and everything, very nice computerized stuff. I got permission from him as well. I mean, I can't believe every single person I called up besides one company makes me say stuff. But, but we got permission from everybody. And this guy, like in 10 seconds, yeah, sure, no problem, take it, use it, for no problem. I don't know how much money this guy invested. You imagine, it's all computerized and everything. So, Ask the Gemara, this Pirush Chai sending it out, no problem. I asked him, Rishos, no problem. So if they come to a point, not like this picture. I don't like this picture because it looks like it literally from both sides is going like this, right? Oh, no, 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 sorry, the top, he's right. The top is flat. It's this that goes on angle. Fine, let me show that. The point is, from here to here, you have a nice, serious gap. Tysus asks, perhaps you put them one like this, one, like, one way, and there's no gap. You can add another one going this way. Fine. Says Gemara, Over here it's the right, it's the ama, but eventually it becomes a finger wide. Okay, I have a Rosh I have a place that he could sneak in over here, underneath. But if they are the same size throughout. Michael and Maymar, what's going on here? Omer, the whole thing is full. The whole area is full, like we just showed over here in these pictures. Everything is full. It's a, it's a complete rooftop. You have, you're telling me there's no roof? There is a roof, here. I, there's a little gap, this is love, now you have a roof. Now, if you did it like this, no roof, because there's big gaps here. Omer, Kahana Ba'atbe. First of all, Atbe, just the word Atbe means a clothespin. This is a, this type of clothespin. In other words, very tight together. It's just a little bit of a slit between the wood. And what does that mean for us? It means for us that he stacked them so. This makes a lot of sense, Rashi says, because you're talking about ama wide. And you start piling them up, they could start flipping over. So what you do is you push them together. Now you can't push all of them together like we explained before because you have the tabais.
But you could put two piles together. So here you have one pi two piles that, that make one pile, and then another pile, because we have four beams. We said we could get four into an area of five amas. So instead of making three gaps, make one gap. And it makes more sense to do it like that, because now it's tighter and sturdier. It's not going to flip over. Yeah? Oh, very nice. You taking that off the OneDrive? Givaldic. See, I'm saying you're not taking it off what I'm showing, you're just taking it off the computer. Beautiful. Here, let me show the island what it looks like for a second. You see, so there's a screen over there, and in front of the base marriage, it shows the picture. Come one, come all, especially at night, there's plenty of room this year. All right. Now, what it's saying over here, that between these two pieces of wood, there's hardly a distance. They're, they're tied together like a clothespin. And there's two rows of them. Now you have a massive gap of an ama. An ama, there's no love it on an ama. Ama is six tfachim, not three tfachim. No, so it's not a problem. Before, we, the Gemara says there's, no, there's no, no roof in the Mishkan, there's no roof at all. So we said, but there is a roof. If you make these, these but now there's no roof. Now, because now, between them, there's no roof. Says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, still, perhaps there's a roof. Why? Because what about the bed of the truck, of the agola, of the wagon? Isn't that a roof? Turn the page... Guy, I'm such a guy. <laughs> I'm Amish. Um, it does? Machlaikis, <laughs> we have Machlaikis. The guy in the blue polo shirt says it sounds guyish. The guy in the white shirt and the black jacket says it's perfectly right. So we have Machlaikis between the Modernish Yidin and the, and the, and the, and the Yeshivish guys. The Modernish guy says it's 100% Osir, it sounds secular. The, the Yeshivish guy says it's 100% Mutter. Kids are, it, it depends where you're from and how you dress. <laughs> We're going to, okay, now, great. So now I'm going to have this, this uh, subconscious thought every time I say the page, the omo, the daf. What's his name? Uh, Shul Perlstein something. What's the guy's name? Shul Perlstein from Borough Park, from Brooklyn. Givaldic. All right, Omar Shmuel Biyaseidois, guess what? This wagon didn't have a bed. It had, the, it had an outline of a bed. It had beams all around. But it didn't have a bottom. They just put the, the crushim on top of these beams. It was like a, a nice square, a hollow square. Frame. A frame, very good, a frame, thank you. Ah, where are these Israelis when I need them? Guy's born in Israel, speaks a better he English than me. Givaldi. Omar Shmuel be Seidois. Torabanon, Krushim Milamaton of Yanaman. So now we're going back to this Machloikis, what's going on here? Down below, everybody agrees that they were one Amma wide. I just hear he just has another Shita that it starts becoming narrow at like the midpoint. It's Amma, 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 and then all of a sudden it takes a nice sharp turn versus. The conventional, I think this is how Rashi learns, that it's, it just starts going on a gradual 
incline or no, that's not a good word, but whatever the word is, chab. So now, what's machlokes? The first Mandomer says, They become a finger on the top. It should finish Tam. Now, what does Tam mean? Later on, it says, It finishes, ends, done, like chorus. Done. So it, at the end, it should be a zero, it should go to a finger. They're very consistent. They don't change shape at all. They start at an ama and on top they're an ama. Shinemar They should be together, the same. What's Reb Nechemi going to do with Reb Yehuda's Lush and Tamim? It should finish. You should bring a whole piece of wood. My pergola have beautiful beams, seven inches by seven inches. And if you look at them carefully, there's a finger joint smack in the middle of each one. They take these pieces of wood and they go like this. And uh, they put glue, and that, that joint is even stronger than the actual wood. If you were to take it and bang it on a, on a piece of metal, another piece would break, not that joint, right? The joint is very... In the Beis HaMikdash, we don't do joints. We need a solid piece of wood. Tam. Says Gemara... Don't, don't uh, start doing joinery here. By the way, all these pieces of furniture, they're all joined with different stuff. Fine. Next. It's a good, it's a good kasha. It says yachtov. It should finish like the bottom. The bottom is an ama. The top should be an ama. No. In other words, look how beautiful in this picture, the computer-generated picture, it's a beautiful straight wall. You don't want any, any beams coming in, out. It has to be perfectly straight. Yachtov. It should be unison, um, what's the word? Uniform. Who said that? You? <laughs> uniform. You did too. Uniform. It should be very uniform. Yachtov. Fine. Now, According to this, great. I can understand that it says, Mishkon Yama, on the western side of the Mishkon, right over here, this side, Tasis Shisha Krushim. You have six Krushim. How much is six times one and a half? Nine. Yeah. Over here, this side. One, two, three, four, five, six. So this takes up nine. How wide was this? Ten. So we need another two pieces on the corners to fill in the gap. Half am on each side plus the corner. So you do another two additional pieces of wood in the corners. The osi the the corners fill in that half am gap. So everything's great. Look at this picture. It looks wonderful. You have a corner piece, fits right in. It, it, you have a nice corner. From the inside, there's no gaps. From the outside, there's no gaps. Everything is beautiful. What is the problem? The problem is if you're going on an angle. Ask the Gemara. I hope you can understand from this. 
Here's your wall. And here's another wall. Look what happens. Time out like this. It goes like this. You see? You have, because, because it's on an angle, you have this whole piece sticking out. It looks terrible from the outside. On the inside, you won't notice it. It looks nice and flat. But on the outside, you have this gap. Could you see the gap here? Yeah? I should have painted this, maybe a different color. You have a gap. So what does the Gemara say? You chop this gap off. You just cut it down nicely. I have a picture from the art scroll and from the Masifta. A, a joint effort. Here's the art scroll. It's an interesting piece that, that's cut on a funny angle and fits right into the corner. And here's a piece by the Masifta right over here, and it shows you how he cut the wood for that corner so that it fits in. Okay? It fits in. At the end of the day, it'll fit. We'll make it fit. I was going to ask my son. I bought him this uh, 3D printer with this Masifta in mind that he can make me these 3D prints, and that's what I wanted. After I realized it takes like 18 hours to print something, and uh, many hours for him to figure it out, is like, forget, I didn't even ask him. What? No, no, no. The print itself takes many, many hours, overnight. Oh, Gary, we have to buy a boom mic, a new computer, and now a printer from Mordechai Seltzer. Every day it's a night with him. Givaldi. And then a car. We'll get you a car. That's on Sunday. Zuck the Gemara. Mordechai, stick to, stick to Baba Kama. One goes in, one goes out, and now you have some sort of gap there. This shuffle you make it like a mountain, nice. All sides are cut in a perfect angle like this. You see this piece of wood? It's one of a kind. It starts out narrow here, it becomes wider, it goes narrow, givaldic. Says the Gemara, Tana, Benes Hayoimed. Okay. How did. All these pieces of wood come together. They had these metal, these gold things on the, on the outside that went around and grabbed the wood. And each one had like a ring, and there was a metal piece in the ring. But there was one, says the Gemara, look how beautiful this guy did, Oitzar Mishkan. He lighted it up, LEDs inside the... He lit it up with LEDs, let it up. He lit it up. Ki'ilu, like you could see, like there's a nice acrylic panel here, so you could see through. If you could see through, you'd see that there's a piece of metal that goes through and through. It's 70 amas long. Now, how do you take a piece of metal and snake it through, starting over here, and turn this corner? How can, you, how can metal turn a corner? Benes, it, it went in, benes. That was the only way to explain it. According to Rashi, that it's on the inside of the panel. There's a hole drilled right through all the panels. And it went, it took a nice turn, and another turn all the way around. That's a nice. Oh, you got it up there already. Beautiful. Now we're still continuing with this thing. Was the wood flat on top, or was it on an angle? What's the difference? Huge difference. On top of the Mishkan, we have something called Yuriois. These are panels, cloth panels, made out of different materials. This one is called the Mishkan. The, there's three layers. Remember we, we spoke about the Tachash? 
this beautiful color, this blue, came from a funny animal like a lion, tiger, leopard with a beautiful color thing. That's right over here, together with the red over here. We're not going to discuss them today. We're going to discuss these two layers. These are very long pieces of fabric made out of uh, argamon and the, this whole thing, right? Tcheles, argamon, telashani, v'sheish, the whole, the whole passage. Now, says the Gemara, we have to understand how this fit. Did it drape over all the way to the floor? Did it hang in a big nafkamina? Because, check this out, if, if you're looking over here at a top view, this is 10 amas. But if you're going to include the top of the wall, that includes another 2 amas. So now that takes away from your drapery. Now, if you're like Rabbi Yehuda, that this doesn't take up any room at all because it was an etzba, so now you just saved two amas. So now the, the fabric could go longer down to the floor. Says the Gemara, 28 amas long. 28 amas is a big problem. Why? Because if your walls are 10 amas tall, that's 20 amas right there, and 10 amas for the roof, that's 30 amas. Even if you hold like Rabbi Yehuda, that the walls don't take up any room, and you, your fabric is only 28 amas. So you, it's not going to get to the floor anyways. You're going to be missing amas from each side. Shadir Kayu, take this 28, the, the length, 28 amas by 4 amas, because these pieces of fabric are made 4 amas wide. We even had it the other day that the loom was 4 amas wide. We want to say that it was 4, he threw it 4 amas, right? Because of these pieces. Twenty-eight amas long. Dal ten amas for the roof. Now, if you take off ten amas from a twenty-eight ama piece of fabric, you're left with eighteen. Nine amas for each side. But the wall is ten amas tall. Yes, you're right. So it's going to expose. Here's the crushim. They fit into this adonim thing. Sockets. Like a plug. Literally like a plug. Poof. So according to Rabbi Yudo, all you're going to see is this receptacle, re, socket, frankincense, uh, on the bottom. It's one arm high. That's all you'll see. So it's interesting. The whole wood is covered besides the receptacle. Yeah. Weiter. But the, 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 roof, the, the, the wall itself takes up an amma on each side. So now you're missing another two amas. So then your piece of fabric only goes, and here's a nice picture from the Art Scroll, the Heritage Foundation. Here's the thing, it only goes up to here according to Rabbi Yehuda, and according to Rabbi Nechemia, it, it only ends up over here. There's a whole amma worth of wood that's going to be exposed. Says There were 10 sheets times 4 amas each, 40 amas. Now let's go to the other direction. We have to go to this direction. It had a cover from here to here. How long is this? 30 amas. 20 crushim times 1.5 amas, 30 amas. Plus 10 amas, 40. Says the Gemara. Go to the length. 40 amas. 30 goes away for the roof. You're left with 10. 
According to Rabbi Yehuda, that this doesn't take up any room, it's a finger length. So now you have 10 amas, it goes all the way down to the floor on this side. However, according to Rabbi Adonim, you are going to expose one amma of the bottom Adonim. You get that, right? You know what the Adonim are, I don't have to show you again. Here, according to Rabbi Nechemia, this will be exposed. Weiter. Now let's go to the next piece of fabric. The one right above it. Wow, this is getting complicated. Here. Now we're holding on this grayish looking guy. This guy is two amas longer than the first one, than the Mishkan one. It's called Mishkan because it covers the Mishkan. So if you have two extra amas, according to Rabbi Yudah, it's going to reach the floor. And according to Rabbi Nechemia, it will be like Rabbi Yudah's other shita, it will be one amma off the floor. Because you have extra two amas. You're going to make 11 piece, uh, sections. Each one is four amas. Total of 44 amas. And it's 30 amas, 4 by 30, times 11, 44. Shadi or Kailapuzi, the Mishkan have it lesson. Dal Eser Ligra, take off 10 for the roof. Pashlu Eser Lahigisa, Vaaser Lahigisa, 10 and 10. Lirei the Machasik Adonim, Amad Adonim. According to Rabbi Yehuda, since you have 10 Amas, 20 Amas left over, and the, and the wall is 20 Amas, 10 and 10, it goes all the way to the floor. Lirei Nechemia, since the actual wall takes up an Amma on the top, now we're missing two Amas. Migal Yamad Adonim. The Adonim are going to be exposed. The extra. What's that extra? To cover, in this case, unlike the first piece of fabric that according to Rabbi Yudah does not cover the Adonim, the red doesn't, but the gray does. What does Ba'idif mean? Unlike what I say, Rabbi Nechemia, that a uh, whole full arm of wood is exposed, it's not exposed. Now, let's go to the length of the Mishkan. 44 long, right? 11 sections times 4, 44 long. And I want to cover the entire length of the Mishkan. How much is the length of the Mishkan? 30. So how much do I have left over? 14. Dal plus and Ligro. Take off 30 for the roof. Pashulu Arbisre. You're left with 14. Dal Tartili Kafla. Kafla is this. Raboisai. We need a picture for it. The front of the Mishkan, there was a Kafla. It came down two Amas right here. Like a little. No, not an awning, not a lid, like a, like a doorway, like a whatever. A mashkov sort of. You see, it comes down. It gives you. A nice little, uh, whatever, you know it's a doorway. Says the Gemara, Take off two. So two minus 14, Rabbi says how much? Or 14 minus two, 12. It says in the Pesach, this is there's a half a panel. How much is a half a panel? Two. Each panel is four amas. Half a panel is two. So if you have two extra, ten for the wall, but tisrach, it drags like a kala's gown on the floor, another two amas. Great. El, or Ibn Nechemia, my tisrach, 
What does it mean? According to him, you, you're not going to have a, a, a half a panel worth. You'll have one amma maybe, but not two amas. It is further down, two amas, further than its friends that are one amma above the wood, which is two amas above the floor. And now this is, goes all the way down to the floor. No? One, one amma high. So it's two amas past what everybody else is. That side, that side is one amma above. What? Only the Adonim are uncovered. Yeah, we got to finish. It's similar to the Mishkan in those days when we would walk with their dresses pulling behind them, their trains, the train would drag by. So the Mishkan also had a, either a one ama train, a two ama train, according to Rabbi Yudah. Have a wonderful Shabbos, Motzi Shabbos, 9.30, Nachum, get ready. 9.30, Motzi Shabbos, no shir tonight. I'll see you, Motzi Shabbos, Be'ez Hashem, and on Sunday, 7.15, as usual. Nachum, Dillam. Yeah. Who writes like that? People write like that? Yeah, you're also, you're also chayv. You should be chayv. This is part of the word. It helps you finish the word. Oh. 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 Oh.